0: 22 minutes past five. Let's pick up then on something that Mbali and Tuli was covering in her bulletin at five. The National Council of Provinces has this afternoon passed the Cannabis for Private purposes bill, Um, and this bill now goes before President Sir Ramaphosa for signing. One would assume that that is only a matter of time, but you never know. These things may have twists and turns. But huge steps have been taken since the time when my next guest began uh, campaigning around this issue uh, of the freedom of cannabis use in South Africa. We welcome to 702 Drive lawyer Gareth Prince. Mr. Prince, welcome and thanks very much for, for giving us your time. Are there any areas that you felt ought to be addressed that this law has failed um, to, 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 to address? Gareth Prince, good afternoon to you. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sorry. I don't know if you heard my question. Are there any areas that you campaigned I around? Did. Yes, uh, good afternoon.
1: Let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, you know, our constitutional democracy requires that when new laws are written, that those laws cannot be developed without the input or without the meaningful input and consultation of the community that the laws are being written for. And it has always been our contention that there was not adequate public participation, neither meaningful consultation, especially around the most controversial issues around the Cannabis bill, which is the use of arrest for cannabis offences, and the failure to allow any form of commercialization in the bulb that was just passed. Now, in respect of these very weighty issues, the input of the cannabis community was not sought at a time when we were able to influence those decisions. It would seem that those decisions were already made, and they were simply told to the cannabis community. And that is not how our lawmaking process works. And it is very unfortunate, that the cannabis for private purposes bill does not respect the right of the cannabis community to use grow and cultivate cannabis
0: so, so how is the cannabis community defined I mean is it a broad church of people who uh, use cannabis who grow cannabis I mean uh, government might say well we would
1: consult if we knew who to consult John the usage of cannabis is cultural and customary within South Africa. Right. That's what the constitutional court already told our society in 2002 when they gave uh, the second prince judgment. So the usage of cannabis is something that's formed part of indigenous culture for the, from the very first time that colonialists came here. Yes. So our government can in no way claim ignorance as to who uses cannabis. And plus the fact that its usage has now become cross-cultural. There are millions Of people that are impacted by this bill, but governments thought it wise not to consult those people when it comes to the issue of arrest and commercialization. So,
0: is is there anything in the bill that that takes things forward? Your points are, are I'm sure, clear to many people that there are issues um, that. that, that that have not been addressed, Uh, is there anything that you count as a step in the right direction or do you consider it a setback because government might now say, this has been addressed, tick the box, move on? No,
1: the most fundamental things have been flawed in with all of the greatest respect. We have a bill that's been passed by our parliament that fails to tell South African citizens where they can legally source cannabis from. That means that South African citizens have to break the law in order for them to exercise their right to use, grow, and possess cannabis, which is, which is arbitrary and it is contradictory because the purpose of the bill was to ensure that South African adult citizens have the right and the means to use, possess, cultivate cannabis, which they cannot do under this bill. So the fact that there's the talk of expungement that which, uh, That's probably the one bright light. However, we have said that the, the responsibility cannot rest on South African citizens to apply to the government for expungements. There need to be an automatic expungement. But that was just one of the areas on which there was very little consultation. So now it would seem that our only respite is to petition the president not to sign this bill in, uh, and to call it into operation and to rather uh, refer it back. To the National Assembly, I,
0: I want to just ask you because I didn't follow closely the, um, the 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 process of the law um, being uh, being brought into being. Are, are you saying there were no public hearings at all
1: in respect of cannabis for private purposes? Boom, none. Yes. The only the only public participation that there was was via online meetings. the uh, the, the, the South African public were asked to make a written submission. The bill was only published in English. It was never, it was never translated into any of, uh, other of the indigenous languages within South Africa. No government workshops was ever held around this cannabis bill. The government did not inform people about this bill and the subject matter of this bill. They didn't inform them that we are still going to arrest you for possessing cannabis, for trying to, to buy cannabis, and that you will not be able to plant on a large scale in order to commercialize. None of these things was discussed with the people. So how can there have been adequate public participation?
0: Gareth Prince, thank you for your time on 702 Drive, a lawyer who was uh, involved in the early days in the battle uh, to liberalize the growing use and commercialization of cannabis in South Africa. 28 minutes past five.